Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 240 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us about your strength and might. Thank you for coming to the aid of your people. Increase our faith as we read your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching us in Luke chapter 18. Jesus shares some nuggets of wisdom with us in this chapter, starting with the first verse, which says, Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. He gives us permission to pray and believe our prayers will be heard and answered by God. Jesus tells us that God will defend and protect and avenge us. There are two more mentions of faith in this chapter. One was when he told the disciples to allow the children to come to him. He said, whoever does not accept and receive and welcome the kingdom of God like a little child does not in any way enter it at all. We've talked about the fact that children believe what we tell them. They don't have any reason not to. Jesus tells us to believe like that. Then at the end of the chapter, there is a blind man who screamed so loudly for Jesus to help him that Jesus called him over and asked him what he wanted him to do for him. Obviously, Jesus knew. Jesus knew, but he asked the question and the man told him. Then Jesus said, receive your sight, your faith, your trust and confidence that spring from your faith in God has healed you. May God grant us an extra measure of faith and belief in him and his power today. Let's see what Paul is teaching the Corinthians in chapter 9. Paul continues to encourage the Corinthians to give as they said they would. He told other churches about their willingness to give, which stimulated more giving on the part of those churches as well. So Paul prepares the people to give generously as they had committed to do. He assures them that God loves a cheerful giver. And then in verse 11, he writes, Thus, you will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous. And your generosity, as it is, administered by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God. Ah, praise and thanksgiving to God are benefits of the one who gives generously. We have an opportunity to see God working in our lives as we give to others. Paul ends his letter with, now thanks be to God for his gift, precious, beyond telling, his indescribable, inexpressible free gift. Of course, the gift Paul is talking about is in his son Jesus. Let us be thankful for Jesus and his sacrifice today too. Well, let's see what Solomon writes about in Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Solomon continues to take the stand that evil befalls both good and evil people alike. And he isn't wrong. This side of heaven there is pain and suffering, but God is with us through it all. There is a new twist to his advice about eating and drinking in this chapter. Verse 7 says, Go your way, eat your bread with joy, and drink your wine with a cheerful heart, if you are righteous, wise, and in the hands of God, for God has already accepted your works. This is an interesting statement from the Old Testament point of view. They were so entrenched in doing good works in the sight of God as the law advised them. But Solomon writes something new. God has already accepted their works. His words are just as important to us today to understand, even with the grace we read about in the New Testament. God loves us. There is nothing we can do to make him love us more than he already does. Solomon also writes a little bit more about wisdom in this chapter, telling us that wisdom is better than might. He even tells a little story about a poor wise man and a great king and surmises that the life of a poor wise man is better. In chapter 10, Solomon talks about the wise and the foolish. First, he writes about folly being able to take down the wise. 
It is so important to stand strong and not let anyone take us off course. He also writes about being gentle and calm in the face of an angry ruler. This helps stop the offenses coming against someone. Even in Proverbs 15 verse 1, it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but the grievous words stir up anger. May God give us gentle, calm, and soft words to help us in the day of trouble. In the last verse, Solomon writes, Curse not the king, no, not even in your thoughts, and curse not the rich in your bedchamber, for a bird of the air will carry the voice, and a winged creature will tell the matter. Our words do matter. Our thoughts matter. Solomon is wise to advise the people of the day and us to be careful about what we think and talk about even in our own homes. Our words will eventually tell on us. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 59. David wrote this psalm when Saul initially sent men to his house to capture him. His wife, Michal, told him to flee. David prays for God to deliver him. The first eight verses talk about their wickedness. Then in verse 9, he writes, O my strength, I will watch and give heed to you and sing praises, for God is my defense, my protector and high tower. And we know this to be true, for God did take care of David even through all the years Saul sought his life. David continues on about the evilness of these men until the last two verses where he again is confident in the Lord. Verse 17 says, Unto you, O my strength, I will sing praises, for God is my defense, my fortress and high tower, the God who shows me mercy and steadfast love. May God impart this kind of faith and belief in us today as he did David throughout this time and his reign. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for showing us how the faith of your people reveals your might and power. Father, we pray you impart more faith and belief in our hearts so that we depend more fully on you today and every day. Keep us seeking you for all we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 